Hello. Hey, friends. Hi. I am good. I am so good. How are you? Good. I'm I'm good. It's been a crazy day, but, you know, we've had a crazy couple days. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone in the United States has had a crazy couple days. (laughs) I saw um, a post on Facebook from somebody in Canada that says, hey, y'all, U.S. citizens, just want you to know you need to find you a good Canadian support friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I actually work with a woman who is from Canada who is married to an American, and she has a green card. So that is the first green card I've ever seen in my life. So, I, I really mm-hmm. like this woman. She's amazing. Um, so, yeah, I agree. I have Canadian friends. <laughs> yeah, I have a few. I do. Absolutely. They are, like, wonderful people, too. Yeah. And our country is just in crazy chaos at the moment. <laughs> yeah, let's just go to sleep so for about a week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's just talk about Thanksgiving and all the yummy food mm-hmm. that comes along with it. <laughs> so, what do you do for so, Thanksgiving? What does your family do? Do you like travel somewhere, or how does it work? Well, we used to. Um, whenever before my grandparents passed away, we would absolutely travel and. Um, from as long as I can remember, I have always been home the entire week of Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. um even as an adult I always take that week as one of my vacation weeks because obviously I hunt and Mm -hmm. we just we spend a lot of time as a family together that week um even when I was in college you would have winter break school you have winter break and we would have that week off usually so um now Thanksgivings are a little bit different and this year is even going to be just it's going to be a little different Mm -hmm. um this is the first year that Nathan's family is now missing both of his grandparents so traditionally we would go to his grandma Mm -hmm. and have um, Thanksgiving dinner at around one o'clock and then (laughs) Between five and six, we would go to my mom and dad's and have dinner. Um, I don't know what this year is going to be like. Isn't it like always the worst year after the death of an anchor, an anchor family member? And yeah, because nothing is never the same after. Well, and Christmas is challenging because we lost my sister-in-law. Yes, and. She used to have Christmas dinner, so, like, we would go to her house for for Christmas dinner. So, it's just, it's been a lot of transition in the last couple years. My husband was fortunate that until his grandmother passed away, they had not really experienced a death really close in the family, other than Nathan's dad, who passed away the same year that my brother did. And, I mean, it's, it's, it's just been challenging for like the last 10 or 15 years Mm -hmm. with transitions and then when you add children into that that brings a whole new dynamic too let's be honest come Christmas time you get to the point where you're like (laughs) you all can come visit me yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
that's um what do you guys do well um for many years I of course worked in the retail world up until now so this is going to be like a new thing for me Mm -hmm. I would have to work honestly so we we would go to either my brother's house or we would have it here at my house in the past few years it would just be my brother's my two brothers, their their wives, their children, my mom, and we would get together and we would eat. My husband, sometimes some uh, my nieces on my husband's side would come because my husband's family is a different religion than I am, than me and my family. Oh. So mm-hmm. they don't celebrate holidays. He does. He is with me and and he believes the same as I believe. He grew up part of his life as a Baptist. Um, mm-hmm. And then his dad converted to another religion. And in that religion, they don't celebrate holidays. So I never had to share my husband <laughs> on a holiday. Huh. I never had, we didn't have to go to two places. We just have one place. And, yeah. and that's it. Mm-hmm. So um, this year is going to be a little bit different. The one good thing about COVID is a lot of retailers are not going to be open for those yes. sales. Yes. And I highly support that. And um, Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, I think that needed to happen anyway. That honestly. needed to happen. Yes, it really needed to happen. It, it just so happens it would be the year that I wasn't working retail any longer. I, was, <laughs> I, have, I have a regular job. Uh, but my daughter still does work retail, and she's not going to have to work Thanksgiving Day. She's not going to have to work um, the day after because their deals are all going to be cyber. Yeah. And one thing we started doing a few years ago, well, it's probably been about seven years ago. The only day we go cut our own Christmas tree for Christmas. Yeah. And there's a Christmas tree farm. It's about 45 minutes from here we go to, and we will eat. Our Thanksgiving, we'll eat around one-ish, one or two, because we had to eat early because we had to go to work. You're right. And mm-hmm. we would go cut our Christmas tree, and then w- I would come back home and go to bed at, like, five to be at work later that after that evening, you know, and work, like, yeah. all the hours. But um, this year, my son actually has to work on Thanksgiving, and he's the only one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to cut the tree maybe a little early this year and get with the family, my brothers and their wives and have Thanksgiving with some That's of these, awesome. some of these awesome new dishes that we've created so, yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're getting quite a collection. I mean, we are, you know, we've had the stuffing, we've had the pecan pie uh-huh. and now we have and cheese <laughs> I just love the name mock and cheese it makes me so happy <laughs> me too and so to talk about it a little bit we you had found the tiktok uh-huh. um, recipe for cauliflower mock and cheese uh-huh. and I had found well I'd actually kind of created this in my own envision um thinking about how to make it like a keto version although we don't follow a keto diet we do tend to pour in carbs and I thought about using pork rinds and just the cheese sauce to see because pork rinds absorb moisture I thought maybe they would have kind of a noodle texture Mm -hmm. Um, 
I made it both ways. Mm-hmm. So the pork rind version, just my opinion on it is it was good. It wasn't a true mock and cheese good. <laughs> <laughs> it it was more like to me it would have been better as a like um a nacho like if mm-hmm. you were making like a cheesy nacho dip or something it would have been amazing in that I can if you would say some I use pork rinds as nachos like I eat them yeah, with, with salsa mm-hmm. you know make nachos yeah. and yeah they're great for that and I think even in this situation, if you would have thrown some pickle on it and had a little bit of sour cream, like, they would have been amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, they were still really good, and I enjoyed them. I did add some chickpeas to them, which would have kicked it from a keto version mm-hmm. to more of just a healthier alternative. Mm-hmm. The chickpeas, when they were mashed, were more of a texture for a macaroni and cheese that had been baked. Right. So that, that was, it was good. It was, I'm not sure I'll do it again as a mock and cheese, mm-hmm. but I do think I will do it again on nacho night. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Uh, so then I made the cauliflower recipe and uh, my girls really liked it. <laughs> It was funny because Ryan, my oldest, he goes, what is this? And I said, well, it's, it's pretend macaroni and cheese. And she said, well, what did you put in it? <laughs> <clears throat> she saw me make the cheese sauce. And the cheese sauce is really just a simple, basic cheese mm-hmm. sauce that you would make. And um, the cauliflower. I said, well, it's roasted cauliflower. And then you bake it. She said, huh, it doesn't really taste like cauliflower. Now, my younger one, she's a little more picky. Right. So we had to do some, a little bit of bribery, but she ate all of her. <laughs> um, so the um, cauliflower. We're, we're trying to avoid all the um, Halloween candy, so I'm limiting them. I got it, yeah. <laughs> so she wanted to piece the Halloween candy after she ate dinner, mm-hmm. and I said, you have to eat all of your dinner in order to get your Halloween candy. And she did. <laughs> and you know what she picked? She picked like a little tiny, like one little piece of candy. I'm like, well, that's good. At least she got full. That's true. <laughs> so the clear winner of the mock and cheese was the cauliflower. The cauliflower. Mock and cheese. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think as long as you had like a family that is not adverse to cauliflower, <laughs> best <laughs> then you you could sell it as a baked macaroni and cheese i'm sorry the boys are bothering me the boy the <laughs> boys my my son and my i'm just gonna call him my son-in-law are bothering me <laughs> i'm I, yeah. I will make them some mac and cheese and have them eat it yeah, you know what would be really good on it would have been of like some chopped bacon bits, mm-hmm. real bacon. It would have made it like yeah, it would have made it next level. Mm-hmm. Not that, but it was it was it was definitely good. It was better as um the cauliflower recipe, and 
I mean, we can absolutely share the TikTok recipe on our Facebook, and um, I'll also just add in the comments there how I did the pork rind <laughs> addition. So you actually baked the cauliflower in the oven first, like roasted it? I roasted did it. Did you yep. roast it as a whole head, or did you cut you it up? You break it apart. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you... I just broke mine apart, and I'll be honest, I cheated, and I I had some frozen that I needed. To oh use, yeah, good so idea. Oh, frozen would be perfect. Pulled, yeah, so I pulled my frozen out and kind of just um, put it. I used my um, cast iron pan, mm-hmm. so I stuck my cast iron pan in, and I roasted the cauliflower in it um, for twenty minutes and let it kind of get a little bit brown on the edges took it out, took a knife and just diced it up in smaller pieces. And then um, I had, while it was roasting, I made my cheese sauce. So the cheese sauce was just basically um, a little bit of heavy cream Mm -hmm. and um, a little bit of cream cheese and cheddar cheese. And I like Parmesan cheese in mine. Oh, I like all the cheese, pepper jack, bring me all the cheese. Yeah. And put mozzarella (laughs) in it. And then, um, I used a little bit of water just to, to thin out the heavy cream a little bit, <clears throat> but you just toss that with your cauliflower after you roast it. And then you sprinkle it with whatever type of cheese you want to put on top. And then you just stick it back in to, to bake for 10 or 15 minutes until the cheese turns a little brown. It was good. It was really good. And how many servings does that make? How many people do you think it would feed? I, well, I made the smallest bag. I had the smallest frozen bag of cauliflower. Mm-hmm. And because I knew I, it was primarily going to be me and two little girls eating right. it. So I didn't want to make a ton. Um, I can't remember what size. Let's see. The cauliflower was the 12 ounce bag is what I used. And it was enough for probably a four person serving. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good, good size serving. Yeah. And then I had, um, I had some of the cheese sauce left and I intend to make some broccoli and cheese soup out of it. And that's going to be amazing. It is, I think it is going to be amazing because my girls wanted to just eat the cheese sauce by itself. <laughs> well, I, I don't know anybody. Well, I am going to say I do know people who don't like cheese. And there's, there's just, I have a friend that doesn't like cheese at all. I'm like, what is wrong with you? She is not like no dairy, no cheese, no milk, no yogurt, no dairy, period. Isn't it, it's interesting how, well, there's obviously some people on my daughter, my youngest daughter is one of them who is sensitive to dairy products. Right, yeah. She also, mm. like, if she hands her back. Well, well, well. Evidently, we talked too much about about the mac and cheese, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, so my mom, she just doesn't like the texture of um, cottage cheese is what I was saying. She can do yogurt if she absolutely has to, but. I love cottage cheese. (laughs) Me too. 
I like it I with sweet and savory. They had cottage cheese with their mock and cheese and some mm-hmm. ham. They wanted mm-hmm. some ham. So they kind of had a little mini Thanksgiving dinner. Right. Yeah. 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 So are you going to so make you mock and cheese for Thanksgiving? You know what? I actually may just because I'm still convincing my dad that you can eat healthy and, and still eat some of the things that you used to enjoy eating. Good idea. So, good idea. Yeah. So it's worth a try. <laughs> Most definitely. Even if you just make the smaller serving for four people, then you won't be wasting a lot because I don't, I, don't, I myself don't like to waste. Yeah, me either. No, yeah. That my brother jokes, um, well, we were raised that way too. Like we would eat leftovers. There's some people that will not eat leftovers. They like my to. husband. My husband. Yeah. I'm like, honey, I know we were both, you know, kind of from the same backgrounds. We live in the same town. We, you know, our parents didn't make a lot of money. And you over here in my house and and where I grew up, when we had beans, and I'm talking pinto beans, we would have pinto beans. It was all week. And fried potatoes <laughs> and cornbread, and that was our yes. meal. And then, yes. and then here I am cooking pinto beans for him. Well, what kind of meat are we gonna have? And I'm like, what are you talking about? What kind of meat? I need <laughs> meat. I'm like, how can y'all afford meat <laughs> to go with yeah. your pinto beans? Um, yeah. But he has to have a meat with his, whether it be just a hamburger patty or whatever. He has to have meat. But this week I cooked pinto beans because believe it or not, that is one of my favorite meals. And we grew up eating it and it was like really cheap. We had pinto beans and stewed potatoes and cornbread. Mm -hmm. The entire meal probably cost me less than $4 to make and it fed like six of us. Yeah. So cheap meal. Like it's a hearty meal. Yeah, um, the beans are carb. Um, the pinto beans are carb, but they're also protein. A protein, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, one and one depending on oh yeah, and depending on what recipe you use for your your cornbread, you mm-hmm. can really you can make that a healthier version as well. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I Ooh, didn't. Maybe I, that should be on your next week's revamp cornbread. Yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I've been wanting to make some Mexican cornbread. I've been like craving it. So mm. I think I might, I might do that. I might do that. But for the pinto beans and the stewed potatoes, it was good old fashioned cornbread in this house. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we do too. I, I like cornmeal and I like the flavor of cornmeal. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you buy good quality sources and you're not eating it every single day it's okay to enjoy your cornbread <laughs> amen yes <laughs> but that was my brother and I were joking about it we saw a meme on Facebook the other day that was a big stew pot and it said you knew when mom got this pot out you were going to be eating spaghetti or soup for a week <laughs> <laughs> and that's about the truth of it and my mama still it's just her and my dad now and she's still cooks for an army like she forgets yeah I tell you Brittany it is so hard to go from cooking from like I had a family of five to just me and my husband it is the hardest thing to learn how to do 
Because you either well, that's cook, what he said. <laughs> you cook, you always are in that mentality. I've got to cook all this food, and then you have leftovers. And he, my husband, won't eat leftovers. He's, I don't know. I guess he's too good for leftovers. <laughs> Maybe he's just he's upcycling himself because he doesn't want to remember how it was growing up. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he ate too many leftovers back then. Yeah. Well, the like my mother, she refuses to eat deer meat for that reason mm. because that's what they grew up eating. That was one of the only meats that they had as a kid. And she she's like, No, I don't care if I never eat it again in my life. <laughs> That is a delicacy in our house. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Isn't yes. it crazy? Yes. But it's- I didn't. I did not grow up eating deer meat. My dad was not yeah. a hunter. My dad was not a fisherman. Um, none of that. I, I, I mean, I had it from my uncle, but it wasn't something that we had, day, you know, all day of the yeah. week. But now that I'm an adult, I, we have it. We have it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we like we like it as well. What's your favorite? Canned. Absolutely canned. Like canned as in hamburger or how would how do you no. can it? It's like it, I don't it, can it. It is canned and it is literally like roast beef right out of the pot. Mm. Now what do you like would you use the loins or what part of the No you don't loins are like sacred so. yeah that's what I'm saying that's like the <laughs> best the best part up. that's what you do with that yeah um, actually you use like your shoulder um, okay. my husband likes to save the neck for a neck roast yeah usually yeah but um most of the time I end up cutting it up and putting it in to can the same with the hams. You can just chunk up the hams. Sometimes we'll grind the, it depends on how much hamburger we have or how much dirt, deer burger or sausage we need. Mm-hmm. Um, but I try to at least get one good turn of six quart jars of deer meat. And usually that'll take a good chunk of the deer um, to do that. So. And you we have to cook it before you year. can it. Do you, you cook it before you can? No. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Hmm. So you put it in your can, you put it in your jars and you add your salt to it mm-hmm. and then you pressure cook it for 90 minutes and it cooks it as it pressure cooks uh-huh. and then it feels and whenever you open it, all you have to do is literally heat it up. You can even eat it straight from the jar. It's already cooked. What? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you have a stove so top pressure canner. That's yeah. mm-hmm. pressurized, right? You have the pressure cooker yeah. one. Like yeah, like the pressure canner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that's how I process and can all of my vegetables in the summertime. I've only ever canned um I I used to do a lot of jelly. A lot of yeah. jelly. And what else? Tomatoes. Yeah, we've yeah, we do tomatoes, we do tomato sauce, mm-hmm. um, peaches, green beans, um, potatoes, deer meat. Now, my cousins will can sausage. I've never canned sausage, mm-hmm. but we do can, we call it salty pig, but it's basically sugar cured ham. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's country country ham is what it is. And I love country ham. Yeah, my dad and I will cure the meat in in the cellar 
over a period of time. It takes a while to cure mm-hmm. meat. Mm-hmm. So then you, you cure your meat, you slice it, you fry it, you put it in the jar and seal it. And it is so good. Mm. So, yeah, see, there's all kinds of stuff you can learn with Southern Belle. <laughs> right. How to can deer meat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And that the loins I'm are the not- most sacred part of the deer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are cooked on special occasions. Yeah, um, the deer ribs, if you take the ribs out and you put them in a roasting pot like you would put for a turkey, a basting mm-hmm. pan, mm-hmm. and you put them in your oven on 250 in um, some beef broth, and you put them in your oven and you just bake them for like four or five hours on that lower setting, they are like spare ribs, and they are amazing. Nice. We never get the ribs. We really we always my just have never it. did either. Yeah. And there my, was one year I told him, I'm like, I want to try this. I've been reading about it of other people doing it. And this is how they do it. I'm like, I want to give it a shot. It's a lot of work, but it, it was good. Well, it's no waste. You know, you're using every part of the animal that you possibly could to, to feed your family. It's not like they sacrifice, we sacrifice them for nothing. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and we we store a lot of our meat and stuff for the mm-hmm. winter time. Mm-hmm. We need, yeah. well, when all the kids were here, it would take us five deer. We could normally get through a year with five of them. Five yeah. good, good sized deers. Yeah. The only one my husband's gotten this year, he gave to his brother. We cooked it into a hash. And then my mm-hmm. son-in-law got one um, the other last week or the week before, I think, he got mm-hmm. one. And all that meat will come here because his family doesn't eat it. Right. So he'll bring it all here. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. All yes, right. Man. So you think you're going to do cornbread? I would do cornbread. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's kind of like a staple for Thanksgiving. I mean, we've got a few weeks left before Thanksgiving gets here, so we've gotten... I'll tell you, I'm not doing rolls, because (laughs) I can never get them to turn out. Now, So, if we do rolls with your cornbread, you're going to be the expertise (laughs) on the rolls. (laughs) Okay, so Trim Healthy Mama has these cheddar cheddar rolls, like, have you ever Mm -hmm. had the ones that... um, Red Lobster. Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. They're kind. They're, <laughs> they're kind of like. They're like that. They're really good, and that that's yeah. a great recipe. I can't remember which cookbook that it's in. I can't remember if it's the first one or the second one, um, but it's really, really, really good. So I I can make those. Um, those are good, but I do want to do the cornbread because I have been saying I want Mexican cornbread. I even bought a can of a small can of green chilies to make it, and I haven't done it yet because. I don't, I just, I don't know why I haven't had time, I guess. (laughs) Say that again. I said, now will be your motivation. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, I will be doing that this weekend. So watch my. So look forward for that. Yeah. Yeah. Watch our stories. You might see it pop up. Yeah, that's exciting. So again, guys, you can always email us your prayer request or even your request request for revamps at southernbellstaith at gmail.com. 
Yes. Find us on Facebook, the Southern Bells, Faith, Food, and Fitness. And obviously our podcast, which we're so excited to share with you guys each week. So Sunday morning coffee, Tuesday we have prayer requests, and Thursdays is our recipe revamp. The funnest day, Thursday. Yes. <laughs> because who doesn't love good food? I <laughs> know, uh, right? Good Southern food at that. Yes, yes. All right, friends. Well, thanks for joining us today. We hope that you have an amazing day. Bye. Bye.